<laughs> Hello and welcome back to Benson Burgers. You Hello. are here with Bonnie and Jared. That's Jared. my name. Yes, it is. Good job. Um, and thank you so much for joining us here today again. I don't even know what podcast number we're up to now, but we've done a done oh, a few. Like we're five? I, I think know. we're five. Remember when this we first started yeah. and now look at us here. We're <laughs> like five deep. We're or killing it. Like that. And we got Woo! our names right high this time. Nice. That was a shit high five. But anywho, um, so we're going to kick things straight off. We've got some Krispy Kremes in front of us again. We had them <laughs> last week and then Jared obviously just couldn't resist. Um, but I said to him that he's not allowed to eat oh, them unless... Oh. No, you can have that little one that you've already eaten half of. But we're going to time him and see how quickly he can eat two um, just plain original oh, glazed. Shit. So take your time. Deep breaths. Make sure you're breathing. Um so let's, I don't know, I reckon like, I reckon you could do it in literally like nine seconds. You could shove that whole thing in your mouth. Right. Are you ready? T- tell me when you're ready. Make sure the microphone's out of the way. Look at me, I'm so controlling. I'm like, <laughs> do this, do that, sit up straight. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm never starting. Okay, come, come in. All right. Three, two, one. Whoa. Mm. Right, we're at six. Come on, seven, stall it down. Eight, do you want some water? You got some water there. Ten, all right. Oh, he's struggling. You're past the nine. I thought you could do it in nine seconds. Oh. Not going to lie, I'm a bit disappointed. We're at 18, 19. Oh. <laughs> you got heaps on your lips. I'm so jealous right now. I'm like 18 or oh, 17 weeks out by the time you're listening to this. Oh, 30, 30 seconds. Pathetic. Um, <laughs> going to have the worst indigestion. I can feel it going down my chest. Oh, do you want to have a drink of water? I'm like, um, yeah, I'm 17 weeks out um, at the moment. So probably even less now when the, you guys are listening to it from my competition. Is it all in my moustache? Um, it's just, yeah, it's a, like, just save it for later. <laughs> save it for later. And um, at the moment, I just can't justify spending 400 calories of um, on a donut that lasts, I'm going to say, 15 seconds. seconds. Or 15 if I had one. Um, so I'm just going to live through Jared right now. Um, all right, Jared's just cleaning this himself grim, off. <laughs> grim, so grim. Um, so we're going to hit you guys with a Q&A this week. We have, um, yeah, another Q&A. We did one last week as well. Um, we just had a few leftover questions from that. Um, so we're going to dig... What do you call it? Um, just get straight into those today, <laughs> aren't we? I just forgot how to speak for a little second, but that is fine. Um, beautiful. Should we kick things off? Anything you'd like to say <laughs> after that, Jared? What do you have to say for yourself? <sighs> I'm sweating. Sweating? Oh, yeah. yeah I got, the, got, a, got a bit of hair like sticking up. Do I? An alfalfa? Oh, it's just your... <laughs> what is it? Get, it's get, what it's is your it? actual just your... I, Ugly? What? <laughs> you just made it worse. Anyway, <laughs> fuck it. Let's keep going. You've, um, you've still got icing all over your massage, <laughs> so I wouldn't fucking talk about you. Oh no, what are we doing? Oh, right. I don't know. We're mm. a mess. Look at us. Yummy. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. So questions. What we uh we got a few here. Um, thoughts on warm ups, mobility, and cool downs. Nah, bro. Fuck that. No, so if you're Jared, you go straight into your sets <laughs> and just um, complain of a sore shoulder the whole time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, warm-ups um, and mobility work is definitely a really good idea if you're definitely. going into a session. Um, so you're wanting to just, like, raise your core temperature, even just the slightest bit. Um, in terms of mobility, depending on, like, what you're training is, you know, what mobility drills you'll do. Some days I'll go in and I'll do a quick one because I'm feeling good. Other days I feel like absolute 
death and I need to do like a 15 minute, 20 minute one. Um, I think like the, the big mis- misconception that a lot of people get confused about is stretching um, before oh, yeah. or after your training. Um, people, some people say stretch, other people don't. I know a lot of like, um, it's like let's, say, just, let's just break that down. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot, but a lot of, I know always like in soccer, everyone's like, oh, stretch before soccer. I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, so it really depends, right? Like it depends what type of stretching you're doing. So yeah, don't do a static stretch before no. you train unless you're stretching a muscle that isn't a prime mover of what you're doing. And by that, I mean like, okay, so if you're doing a squat, right, for a lot of people, <coughs> calf mobility is a big issue. Yeah. So you, you want your knees to be able to track over your toes to get a deep squat. So you want your calf to be nice and loose, so you want to stretch it out. Now, the, the good thing is your calf isn't a prime mover in a squat. You're not yeah. actually using your calf as what's moving the weight. So you're able to stretch it, which is awesome. So... If you don't get a deep squat, maybe try stretching your calves out. Um, However, if you're stretching your quads out or your glutes out or your hamstrings out before you squat, you're going to have a fucking bad time because when you stretch your muscle statically and then you try and lift something, just think of like a rubber band. Like if we're going to stretch that like really long, it becomes more what we call plastic instead of elastic. So when something becomes plastic... it becomes more prone to snapping. So if you're going to stretch your quad out before you do a squat, yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to turn out in your favour. You, you, you're going to you know, raise the chance of injury pretty 100%. much. So if you're going to stretch your prime movers before you lift, do um, what we call... Um, fuck. Well, like foam rolling and so um, dyna- dynamic stretches. Dynamic stretching, yeah. that's, that's the word I was looking for. So movement, I moving say stretches. active stretching, yeah. it's dynamic stretching. Yeah, so where, you think, mo- yeah. where you're moving while you're, while you're stretching. So, you know, you might be, you know, swinging your leg back and forth like... Um, like what? You know, like, <laughs> like, like, like when you warm up for yeah. soccer, you know, and you'd grab yeah. each other's shoulders and you... Even just like walking lunges with a yeah, twist yeah, yeah. and things like that. The best, sure. the best warm-up you can do, honestly, for any type of movement is light of whatever you're going to do so if you're doing bench press how about you throw the bar around a few times and get like get that movement warmed up yeah you know be you know get that movement locked in and then start throwing the weight on yeah like I think a good idea a lot of the time is like if you have muscles say that are prone to um, not firing or like muscles like I know a lot of people for instance in bench press like they have a lot of trouble getting their shoulders back into their down pockets so like retracting depressing their scapula so doing some band pull aparts really getting used to that movement is a good like sort of primer for the exercise you're going to do so just think about like where you might be lacking say in your squats if you have trouble getting your glutes firing it might be beneficial to do a little bit of activation work um so it's yeah, just gonna be really dependent. But when it comes to stretching, definitely save that for majority of your stretching for after your training for yep. sure. I had an actual client ask me about um, activation work the other day, actually, which is a really th- good thing to touch on. Maybe um, like activation is not necessary for everyone. No. Like if you can feel that mind muscle connection with something, you don't need to fucking activate. Your yeah. muscles are working, bro. Like, for sure, yeah. If you can't, if you have trouble, you got shit for thinking sometimes. like <laughs> connecting your brain to you know a certain muscle group. Say you, you know you're doing a hip thrust, you don't feel it in your glutes, you might feel it in your quads. Yeah, okay, maybe now do some some sort of little exercise that you do feel it in your glutes, so that you can start getting that mind muscle connection. Yeah, so that you can start thinking about contracting the glutes when you're doing the hip thrust but if you're the type of person who has that already don't fucking do it you don't need to just get into your set stop wasting time 
Exactly. I think and there's a difference between <coughs> doing a few, you know, lateral walks or something like that than actually like doing a full on booty burner glute sesh before your training session because if you you know you're going to waste your energy doing that you could put that energy into your sets and lift heavier and therefore get um, better results but um, I know for me like I do have to do not so much anymore because my glutes have been brought up a lot because I used to have really lazy um, left glute Um, it still is a little bit lazy in terms of like just really struggling with that activation so I know I definitely benefited from activating my glutes beforehand even more so with one than the other Um, but it's just is so dependent um, on yeah your training like I know with my clients what I'll do is I'll um, give them the basic sort of warm-ups that they should be doing before each session and then I sort of like encourage them to you know get a feel for their body feel what they need all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah awesome cool beans um we've got a question here does it ever stop hurting <laughs> what like what <laughs> <laughs> like life fuck I don't know your like asshole <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like <laughs> wow I said that? I probably not who cares um, <laughs> i think you mean muscles but yeah like look like if you're a new li- <laughs> moving on if you're a new lifter then yeah you're probably <laughs> getting sore like very often and it's probably taking you a long period of time to recover and that's because your body hasn't adapted to the training you know if you're training differently all of a sudden or you're training with more intensity all of a sudden yeah you're gonna get sore um but yeah your body does start to adapt to it i find it really hard to get super sore now. Yeah. You know, I used same. to train legs and literally be like a paraplegic like <laughs> yeah. for days after I couldn't fucking walk on my car. Oh, I trained calves. Oh, man. Yeah. You train calves for the first time and then you can't fucking... You're like Little bouncing around on your tippy toes because yeah. your Achilles is fucking drilling or you know, yeah. behind the knees there. But... um. Yeah, no, it goes away. Your body adapts and, and uh, no, it doesn't doesn't hurt for <laughs> forever. Yeah. I find like the new the like sort of And the same goes with your arsehole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> Um, yeah, I find like new, like new um, program phase, um, you always get a little bit sore and then as the weeks go on, you kind of, um, it does decrease as your body gets used to that new stimulus. Um, but yeah, no, I've got some clients that'll come in and then like, they'll come in like one session a week and then the next session they're still sore. But I think a big thing here as well is I always say, think to myself, you want to stimulate, not annihilate the muscles. Like I know I used to go into yeah. my sessions when I first started and just see how hard I could fuck up my legs. And like the more they hurt, the better the workout was to me, um, which is not the case because then I couldn't train them the rest of the week. And then there's no frequency there. I'm just literally going in fucking up my leg once and that's it. So you've got to train like a lot of the time smarter, not harder in terms of um you know chasing that soreness because it's not always an indication of a good workout yeah for sure i think i, I actually just saw a post on that the other day where mark, mark carroll or like one of those guys said the same thing but yeah yeah, yeah um the amount of pain that you're suffering is just isn't relative relative to the amount that you're actually gaining so no, just keep sure. that in mind um hitting the right muscle groups i sometimes feel it in different muscle group than what's supposed to yeah well i think like um for like not giving um, the end of that thing is, oh, I can't fucking speak today. Um, like where they're saying that they're feeling in different muscle groups. So I think that's really good that they know where they're meant to be feeling. I feel like a lot of my clients, like yeah. sometimes I'll like, you know, just assume that they know. Um, and then I'll be like, oh, where am I meant to be feeling? So I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, you know, I'm getting um, sort of more frequently, you know, telling them where they're meant to be feeling it, which um, yeah. I sometimes forget if I just assume. Um, but yeah, first up, actually knowing where you're meant to be feeling is really good because then you can really slow it down and feel where, you know, the, get the contraction there, um, get the stretch. Um, in this case, I think going on from our second question that we just answered, like I think 
the soreness can be a good indication that you are hitting you know you're doing the yep. exercise correctly like if you're you know doing something and you're like just go out of it with heaps or traps and it's like okay well maybe i didn't you know rows or something like that um yep. then maybe my technique wasn't there but i think definitely just stripping down the weight really working on technique working with a coach if you need to or if you're yep. you know work with an online coach sending them videos all that kind of stuff yep. but yeah just don't be a hero hey <laughs> yeah, i think like you said just like knowing where it's meant to hurt and trying to nail down that um that mind muscle connection is like really important and yeah i think filming your sets as well like i know like i sometimes film my deadlifts and i'm like fuck that was shit and I'll, I'll go back and fix things so if you know what you're meant to be looking for film yourself and analyze yourself and you know if you need to get an expert in um you know i always go up to gmac in the gym and i'm like how do these look they, is there anything i, I thought change? you were going to point to me then i was like being very flattered and then you said gmac and I was like, yeah, no. Oh, yeah no fair enough <laughs> you're he my coach he's, but i go to gmac he's, he's way smarter than me yeah. well we'd like certain things you know like um but yeah. um yeah so i think definitely like reaching out for help if you do need it yeah for sure um and in saying that i actually had a, got a cool story actually so like i recently went like wind tunneling with my client dan and uh, the way it works is like you know you go in like two minute intervals like you, you might have five people on a bench in a row and you just all rotate in and out and mm. when you can't go in you do two minutes you come out and then it plays back a video of you in real time that what you just did yeah and like let me tell you when you do something like that for the first time you fucking suck at it and and you just have no awareness of what's yeah. going on they you know you'll i'll be bumping into walls and stuff and then like i'll come out and i'll i'll look and be like, oh, i'd be so frustrated what the fuck why, why can't i get it and then i'd look at the video and my legs are just going like this the whole yeah. time and i'm like oh i didn't even realize that was happening and yeah. that happens when you're so new at something Mm. your awareness just isn't there so it's i always tell my clients like video yourself because a lot of the times you don't even need me to tell you what where you fucked up because yeah. you're going to be able to see it straight away yeah. you're gonna be like, oh fuck my ass just rose up out of nowhere in the deadlift or yeah the bar's like six inches away from my shins like you're going to be sure. able to see that it doesn't look right and you're going to be able to you know make that make your own assessment on maybe what you should do before you go to your coach even if you have yeah. one or if you don't have one you might be able to fix the problem yourself That's um it. but it's it, it was just so it yeah, like clicked like that with me because i was like fuck it was so good just to see exactly what i was doing from yeah. the third angle and it just yeah it was i i learned so much quicker yeah doing that little exercise and now it, and it's it's funny how it's like converting over to everything else like yeah um well some I people learn like, like that like they learn yeah, from watching visually yeah. i do it with my clients like if they're doing something they just literally the amount of times like i've tried to explain to a client okay we want to make sure in a deadlift the bar travels straight we don't want to be coming forward and then no matter how many cues i give them they don't do it and i will show them doing it in the video and they'll see what i mean and then the next one they do it perfect and it's just like you know that's just different yeah different ways people learn and a lot of people do learn visually yeah 100 percent, definitely yeah. film your stuff and just to film it from the side i feel like you yeah you pretty much can see everything from the side angle 100 as it turns out um what's it like working at athletic culture okay cool um a bunch sick. of pricks at work there i don't know <laughs> Like I'm it, that off it, hey. I'm that <laughs> off it. No, it's the best, best fucking place ever, man. Yeah, athletic is sick. Like, if you, I will be completely like, honest. But when I first got a job there, I was shit scared. And I have so many clients come into consults and say, "Oh, like I really want to train there, but I'm just scared. Like, I'm scared." Yeah, oh, there's like lots of like um pretty people there and stuff. I mean, like if you come, you'll be a pretty person too. Like yeah. everyone's and. 
I used to work at another gym and I used to, like, I would never train in sports bra just because I was so, like, self-conscious, blah, blah, blah. And I came to athletic, like, two weeks in, I'm like, same body fat percentage. But yeah. just, there's just something about athletic culture where it's just such a good vibe and everyone is so nice. Everyone, you know, you walk in, everyone's like, hey, hey, hey. I don't think there's many people, if any, at the gym but I don't know their name no. because everyone just talks to everyone. Everyone yeah. knows like, oh, that person like loves CrossFit or that person's a uh, hell into bodybuilding or powerlifting or whatever. And like everyone's just so G'd on everyone and it's just sick. It's yeah. a sick vibe. Yeah, it's just yeah, really good. And like, you know what the thing is like with that, what you just said about like people being intimidated to go into a gym where there's like a, a few pretty people around. Like, you know what? You surround yourself by, by people, you become... Like, you know, yeah. you, you're, you're a product of, like, the five people you spend the most time with is a quote that I always yeah. remember. And, like, when you surround yourself with so many people who are doing well, they, you don't That's have any it. choice but to fit in and do well. And it's just, like, you know, being at, at Athletic when I started training there was a huge motivation for me oh, for to sure. do well. And, like, I feel yeah. like I'm doing okay. And, like... That's it. And, and they're all, like, the pretty people. So many people know. there just killing yeah. it. And, like, you just... You see new people come in and, yeah, they're a bit scared at first and whatever but they just so quickly fit in and like 100%. get accepted by everyone and it's just it's sick to see i love the i love the culture of the gym the culture, it's great. Yeah. connor's done a really good job we we actually should get him in on a podcast yeah, and, and have sure. a chat to him and and um talk more about it actually i will give another shout out um someone who is a prime example of um you know like breaking the dynamic um christy who's a like one of our listeners she yeah. sent us in a message um saying how much she enjoyed our last podcast she got member of the month last week Legend. last month and um i don't know like let's not guess her <laughs> i don't know how old she's she's not she's not like old she's young she's yeah. young but she's not you know she's not a teenager and she just comes in wears the coolest active wear and absolutely kills it like she would give 90 yeah. percent of um the teenagers that go to Athletica run for their money in all the classes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're, like, there's such a like a larger dynamic than what you would see maybe on all the people posting on Instagram. Like, obviously, all the yeah. young people are going to be posting their selfies and stuff, and that's what you see. Um, but there's so much more to it than that. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I even had a, a little chat to her in the gym about that the other day, and she brought her up. She's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm fucking, I'm, like, fitting in, like, so well. Here. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's good to see. Like, I don't think I've know anyone who's actually come in and just like not no not with it. everyone everyone yeah, that comes into a consult with me and they're scared and like two weeks later they're walking around with their crop top off like making friends yeah, and shit like that it's, it's awesome so good to yeah. see heaps good yeah so in, in answer to your question it's, it's sick. good it's bro. sick come join um day in the life from wake up to bed emails food social etc ect Okay, cool. cool. I mean, for me, I'll just I'll try and wrap mine up real quick. So I, I get up at about 4.30 in the morning, um, looking groggy as fuck <laughs> every morning, six days a week, um, Monday through to Saturday. I come in, I train my first client of the morning, Connor, um, and then my day just goes on from there. So I just, I do like maybe three or four hours in the morning from 5.30 through to like 9, 10, sometimes 11 o'clock. And then I'll usually either train with my last morning client, um, which people froth because they sort of see you train. They they learn like a bit of like how you're moving and they get a bit extra time with you. Um, It might not be like you just actually coaching them, but like it's actually so good to be able to see how we move and then they can mimic it sometimes or, you know, take things home from it. Um, So I do that. And then during the day, usually I'll do 
Mondays is programming for me and like check-ins um, and every other day during the week is like making content for Instagram and YouTube and doing the podcast. Obviously on Fridays I take the afternoon off and we record this um, and yeah in the afternoon I you know probably go home, have lunch, maybe sometimes if I get fucking lucky I might go to the beach and do some yeah. work or something, uh, try and get outside a little bit during the day which is one of the perks of our job. Um, but yeah, and, it, um, and then I just come back in the afternoon, do more sessions, probably around four till eight, and then I'll go home and then I do more work. I, do, I work so much. I need to stop fucking working That's the thing. So, I've, so many people say like, oh, PT is like it. live the life, you know, live the dream and stuff. Like, yeah, it's good if you've like set yourself up well, but fuck, there's a lot of work that goes behind, behind the scenes the that scenes, people bro. don't realise. Yeah. Like 100%. Making content programs, like emails, even responding messages. back to clients and stuff. Yeah, like the job never never stops because, you know, some clients are in at like 12 o'clock in the night and they send you a message. Like, obviously, a lot of the times I'm going to reply at 12 at night. You know, yeah. I've got my own like personal stuff to it do. I've got to sleep too. It. But, yeah. you know, there is that like feeling of like some, like I feel sort of obligated sometimes to reply like straight away. Yeah. It's like sort of, yeah, there's a lot of hours that go into it, a lot of effort and, you know, you're, when you own your own business and also you you have a lot of people that rely on you, it's very hard to switch off. Um, and I've I especially I find it so difficult to switch off, man. Yeah. Like I, six days a week, like I'm on, and I try my best yeah. to like switch off on Sunday. Hard, but yeah. you know when you, you when you got Monday fucking knocking on the door, like you got to get shit done. Like yeah. I, man, I, yeah, especially recently with all the new stuff that we got going yeah, on, like I lot. find it hard to switch off. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, yeah, that's me. Um, what about you? Cool. So I've recently um, freed up a few of my mornings a week, which I've been loving, having just like a bit of a slower start to the morning. So I've been working Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. Um, I've actually, my um, early 5 a.m. has been out. She had surgery, so she's been out, but she's back next week. So I'll be back doing mm. the early mornings um, in the gym. I actually kind of low-key miss them. Like I like I miss my client, Georgia, obviously, um, but um yeah, like I just like I love the vibe in the morning. Like it's early, you have your coffee, you got your hoodie on, um, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I've work. We've been working Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, um, and then generally I will train after my last client or with my last client sometimes, um, and then. Yeah, Tuesday and Thursday mornings I've been having off. Usually I'll do um, – I'll wake up on Tuesday morning and do my check-ins with my online clients. Um, every second week we do a phone call. So um, that's either on Tuesday or, like, scattered throughout the week. Um, but if on the off week, then I'll, like, send, um, do their check-in emails and any updates that need to be done. Thursday mornings I usually do some sort of cardio. I'll do, like, the burn class at Athletic or um, something like that, go for a walk. And then most afternoons I'm in the gym, whether it be like for one or two clients or having like quite a big stint. Um, and then, yeah, like in my in between, I'll just um, do like my online work. I've just actually started studying again. So I'm um, getting some of that done. Um, I do my mindset coaching. Um, but I actually mentioned in a podcast, um, I think it was last podcast about mapping my week out. So my weeks can kind of change depending on what tasks I'm doing, um, depending on what needs to get done. Um, but yeah, that's what a general week for me looks like. Um, and on the weekends, I'm actually picking up work at Disability Trust um, this week um, just because just I can. Um, and they asked me to and I'm like why not um, but yeah Saturday mornings usually consist of me doing the big TD throwdown class at Athletic which I freaking love it's such a good vibe um, there's like you know 20 of us sort of um, minimum usually that get together and just like fully send it so it's always a good start to the weekend um, 
But yeah, I've been having a little bit more downtime lately, but just trying to, you know, make be productive, I suppose, study, doing online work, all when, that kind when of stuff. When do you do your prep? My prep for did meal say, prep. Did you mention that? Or was that no, I didn't. Or? I okay. didn't. Um, so honestly, my I think, don't we have a question about meal prep? It, it, this is the same question. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah. So, I actually probably am the most basic bitch when it comes to meal prep. So, every Sunday I'll do like a grocery shop. Um, and then what I tend to do like maybe every second weekend is I'll just cook up a heap of meat. So, like I might cook up like a kilo of chicken mince, a kilo of whatever. And then I'll just section it off, put it in my freezer. Yeah. And then literally everything I eat is like just putting random ingredients together. Like I don't really make any meals. So, um, yeah, I'm really quite easy with the meal prep. And then sometimes when I come home from the day, I'll prep for the next day. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm way lazy. Like recently like because i've been so fucking busy like yeah. i just i order all my shit in like i spend whatever works so like i spend like hundreds of dollars on like uh, my muscle chef and that per week just because i just couldn't i just don't have time to cook like the amount of like it probably saves you know three to four hours a week like not cooking yeah. and like for me like, three to four hours worth a lot of money and time like you yeah. know a lot of things works. a lot of things can be done in four hours for me so I'm flat out, so I just try and I just spend the money, whatever. Um, yeah. It saves me a lot of money, so I just do I it. Find and then, I find the for thing a while, is, like, yeah. um, you know, moving into like we're actually getting quite close to, you know, in the serious weeks of comp prep now, like where we're starting to have to actually, you know, fucking pick shit up. Yep. So I'm I'm gonna have to go back to prepping because I just feel like you know th- those meals just yeah, are not, not reliable, they're not reliable. They? They're not they're not super accurate, and when you're competing, you really it comes down to the gram and stuff. So you know, win or lose, like. I'm gonna have to start prepping the meals, and it's I think one percenter. Um, well, it's <coughs> probably more of like a ten percenter, I reckon, with the inconsistency. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, like, um, yeah, I'll definitely start prepping my meals like on a Saturday or Sunday, and um, yeah. yeah, when I'm home, or yeah, so definitely do that as well. For sure. All right. All right. What do we got next? Um, we got best resources, apps, websites, Instagram accounts. I'm just gonna mention off the bat the Instagram accounts that I follow. Um. Mark Carroll, big one. Yeah. Uh, Glute Guru, if you're a chick. or He's funny too. Yeah, dude, I, I froth his page. Yeah. Um, just all the, like, the visuals and, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's, he's a good, he's very animated and just, yeah. like, good to watch. Um, there, there's so many. Um, Coach Casson, um, oh, I don't even know. I, I I honestly love Meg Toby's account. Yeah. Um, People at Luke Tolick. Um, yeah. Who else? Just, yeah, people who put out quality content, like um, there's so many Instagram influencers who just kind of post, you know, photos of themselves and stuff. And that's all well and good. I'm not bagging out them people at all. I think do whatever. But, yeah, there's definitely like a difference between the people that put out the quality content where it's, you know, their goal is to um, educate. Um, so I know if, like, Yeah, for I instance, assume you meant education yeah. when you asked that question. You're like looking for education about fitness and health and that. And I yeah. think, yeah, that's, if you're looking for that, then those ones that I mentioned – and yeah, you mentioned sure. definitely the way to go. Uh, Brett Contreras, maybe. I don't know. Like, he's in super visually aesthetic, so I don't really look at his stuff that much. But yeah. he's definitely up there as Oh, I mean, I like Nate, Lane Norton. Yeah. No, I love Lane Norton. Pop, he's unpopular good. opinion, maybe. I don't know. But he backs everything. <laughs> like, he backs yeah. everything with evidence. Um, and, yeah, no, he's good. I think... Um, some good resources where's the question i can't even websites i think some apps i'll go through some apps so um obviously my fitness power we talk about that a lot tracking your food um 
you know, whatever training app your coach has you on. Like I use yeah. True Coach, you use Trainerize, yeah? Yeah. Um, for girls, the Clue app, get the fucking Clue app. So the Clue app is amazing. If you're a girl, um, it's for tracking your cycle. Um, it's something that I use religiously um, and I encourage all my clients to use. It just really um, helps you get to know your body um, and get to know the different phases that you go through in your cycle. Um, and it kind of gives you some evidence with, you know, for me, I know like, okay, if, I've ha- if I'm in the luteal phase of my cycle I'm like okay well my training's not going to be that great today I'm not going to test any PBs or I know when I'm in the follicle phase or however you say it that that's the time for me to be pushing really hard and then you can kind of like um you know navigate your way through and be like all right I'm going to really want chocolate here let's be extra organized um so definitely get on the clue app if you're someone who struggles at that time of the month yeah yeah Apps to me, I, I don't, I don't really use apps that much. But yeah. like, I, I definitely think, like you say, like whatever, whatever app Headspace a coach can give you. Oh yeah, Headspace. I, yeah. I've touched on that. I haven't used it heaps, but I did do it a little bit. Medi- um, that's a meditation app. So there's a lot of meditation apps. I'm using Bloom at the moment because it's a little bit more advanced, I suppose, than the Headspace. But Headspace is a really good um, app that's free if you're looking at getting in meditation. You just want to add in a little bit more mindfulness to your day. Um, yeah. This could go into the next question. What's this like books? Oh yeah, books cool. So books. I mean, apps. I mean, I mean, you got to fucking mention Audible in there, I guess. Then if we're going to yeah. go into that, so audiobooks. Spotify, I think I, I think I mentioned burgers. like <laughs> in the first episode, like that I'd finished the one thing. That's a good book. Yeah. Um, almost through um a book called Attached Now, which guy recommended me, yeah, which is that. awesome about like relationships and attachment styles and stuff, which is super interesting. Just really. Can we game open your, change open your mind up to relationships and stuff, honestly. We should do a podcast like, on shit like that one day, I reckon. I love yeah. talking about that. Um, yeah, well, what are some books? That some um, I love Ryan Holiday, so Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, Everything's Fucked. He's like a really good mix of like self-development, education and like being funny. I think the funny books are the ones that sort of keep me wanting to um, keep going. Atomic Habits is really good. That was like a game changer for me, that book. So I def- that, was, that would be the one I definitely would recommend reading along with um, Everything's Fucked. Yeah. I'm um, a newbie. I've only oh read, wait, no, read, no, no, no. read a couple. Sorry, The Obstacle is the Way. I got them, I got them wrong. The Obstacle is the Way, I think, is by Ryan. I don't know who they're by, but Obstacle is the Way and um, Atomic Habits. They're my two yeah. top ones. I've heard Atomic Habits is good. Yeah. And I heard... Um, no, I don't even worry. I've, <laughs> I've lost it. Okay. Uh, continue on. What do we got? Why did you crash your car, you stupid C word? <laughs> okay, <laughs> who was that? Was that Grim? <laughs> yeah, this guy. What an arsehole. Did you crash your car? Yeah, I did crash my car. Do I even know about like this? Yeah, I fucking, I was, man, so I was like, I was driving down um, Pucky's Road or whatever, like, it's a 70 kilometre an hour zone, and like, I, when I get in my car, like, like, I recently got a new ute, and like, it, when I get in the car, my phone automatically connects to the fucking speakers of the car, and I had it up so loud, and I was driving down this road, and it fucking dinged, and it scared the shit out of me, and I looked down at my phone, and no sooner I'd looked down and looked up, like this car had slammed on the brakes Who in front of me. Who put that there? <laughs> yeah. What a, anyway, lucky the dump truck's got a Dumper, big yeah. inbuilt bull bar and it just so felt sorry fine. I'd cave this lady's yeah. car in hay, but just a couple of, scr- <laughs> couple of scratches on one. How's sorry that if you're listening. <laughs> but um, she's probably not listening. She's definitely not listening. How's I had a car accident on my L- on my P's test? Some, you did. some 98 year old ran into me and I'm like, Dude, so do what? I, I was like, do I like, do I still pass? And they're like, no, nah, automatic fail. I'm like, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, and they're like, so you fully would have passed, but this guy just sideswiped me. And I was like, what the fuck? 
fuck. Fuck, yeah. that's so unlucky. <laughs> yeah, not a good time. No, yeah. All so right. anyway, yeah, I did rear end her and that sucks. And um, Sorry. Yeah, insurance. Let's see. Thank God. All right, last one. What's your worst injury, Jared? Oh, dude. I got so many, I've had so many injuries, it's not even funny. I could probably name like 10. But um, let's go top. One of my, one of my worst injuries, um, I used to work surface of an underground mine site like back home like after I, I went to uni for it come back home I was working out there and um, we're working surface so we we're putting these big pipelines there's like poly poly pipe like this mm. um, and we come to a point where we had to like weld the, the way you weld poly pipe together is you, you have these two big clamps and it grabs the two pipes and then you have a hot plate like a big hot plate that gets lifted in by an excavator mm. and then it gets clamped together so it melts the two ends and then they unclamp it, take the hot plate out and then they squish it with hydraulics like that yeah. and that's how you weld the two pipes together. So like, But you got to do it on a flat ground because you can't get an excavator up on a fucking hill like this, right? Yeah. So we welded all this pipe together and like we had a couple hundred metres of it and then we are pulling it up and over this escarpment and like, this crane was at the top, pulleys like coming down through the trees to direct the pipe. And um, it was literally just my job to stand like fucking 10 metres away from this cable and just make sure it didn't like come off the pulley. So you had one job? One job, bro. And like I had a radio, whatever, and like, you know, the crane driver's like radio and I was like, oh, like one tonne of pressure on the line, two tonne. The rope was graded for six and it snapped at three tonnes right in front of me like it was the loudest fucking thing i've ever heard mm. and like so it was like seven o'clock in the morning like i've got my hand up shielded my eyes from the sun had a leather gloves on helmet so like all the gear you know what i mean we're mm. in the mine site and it snapped and it flung around and it hit me straight in the hand like the cable yeah and it tore through the leather gloves everything just just mangled like you oh that's see. why you got yeah, funny fingers. My f- yeah, my nails are all fucked up on these Shit. two fingers. Um, so yeah, it was like a clean, like it, it God, it's disgusting, but it, it degloved this finger, which means yeah. like the outside of the skin like just gets oh, torn off. And then yuck. this one was like, you can see where it went straight through. You ever given someone the finger? Oh, that's the wrong finger. And <laughs> that's the right one. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the wrong <laughs> like, finger because oh, it looks so weird. Yeah, so it like shattered the the bone in the end of this finger, and then my nails got ripped off. And then anyway, they surgery it and put it all back together. I got like one finger's like a little bit shorter than the other there. Mm. But um, they wrapped it all up right and <laughs> in gauze, and like because my nails mm. weren't there, like when you know they they wait six weeks or whatever until yeah. you can take the first thing off. And um, my nail bed had grown up through the gauze that they had wrapped my fingers in. Like, have you ever got something and stuck it on your nail? You know how, like, that yeah. nervy, like, it fucking hurts? Ooh. Just imagine having to rip something out of that. Ugh. Oh, I was a wor- like, yeah, worst. Like Friday the 13th <gasps> of April. That's when it happened, dude. 2014. Wow. I'll never forget. Yuck. Can and like on my way to work, what were you going to say? Oh, I'm going to go back and watch the YouTube video. You were waving your hands around so much. You know when people like <laughs> mute, mute the thing and then talk yeah. over the top of you? Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to do that and say something really funny because you were just getting <laughs> so into that. <laughs> um, Stay tuned. <laughs> fucking, yeah, and I remember like driving to work that day and it was like foggy and like yeah. I was driving the work truck to pick the boys up or whatever. 
And a kangaroo like jumped out on the road and like swerved to miss it. And then like there was a fucking oncoming car just straight out of the fog and then back on the other side. Wow. I was like thinking. So something was. I was like Friday the thirteenth. I day. should probably just stay at home. And yeah. so right I was. They um, they got me in the ambulance and to take me to the hospital that day. And like they, <laughs> dude, like we got to Dubbo Base Hospital and yeah. like you were, I'm in a stretcher, right? And they're like wheeling me out, like feet first. And you know, the legs that unfold yeah. or whatever, like, doo, doo. Doo, well, the doo. first legs unfold and the second legs didn't unfold. And they dropped me on my head. <laughs> they dropped me on my head, like out of the ambulance. Happened? Is that why you head? What? Hey, what? <laughs> shut up. Wow. I was wondering. <laughs> That's why I got a fucked up dome. <laughs> nah, yeah, so, yeah, they dropped me on my head outside the hospital, like, oh, after I've always got my fingers just cut give off. up. I was like, this is the worst fucking day <laughs> ever. I was worse. just, take me in and fucking sew these fingers back on so I can go home. Uh, so, anyway. wait, what was wrong with your feet? Why couldn't you just walk? <laughs> because they've got you fucking doped out of your brain oh. and morphine and shit and I was like oh, so f- high cut your finger up not your feet <laughs> no, I know <laughs> no oh. I was so yeah I was just off my head so well I, I um I broke my three finger like three times in basketball <laughs> <laughs> like just getting it caught on people or no I just kept trying to catch the ball and it just kept going <laughs> sports just wasn't like, for you so you no, started no I was actually lifting. really good at basketball like really good why are you still doing <laughs> it? <laughs> no, I was like, I was probably the worst on my state team. Yeah. And I went once. Oh, you went to state? Yeah. It's actually impressive. <laughs> like an athlete in amongst us. Athletic. That's athletic. my name. Don't yeah, worry cool. it out. Yeah, no, so many injuries, dude. I'm so prone to injuries. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually stupid. God. Well, yeah, yeah I think that definitely takes else? the cake I, like, bent sure. my tailbone. Like, oh, man, stupid. I fell off my motorbike, bent my tailbone. Jesus Christ. You need yeah. to just... Be wrapped up in bubble wrap, thing. Yeah. Alrighty. Anyway. Well, that wraps <laughs> us up for today. What a good way to end with um, Jared's disgusting. Yeah. Um, Have a nice day, everyone. Thinking <laughs> about how fucking. If you are having a bad day, just think about how Jared would have felt that day, and I feel like you would <laughs> instantly be in a better mood. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Um, same as usual. If you did enjoy, make sure you take a screenshot, pop it on your Instagram story, and tag us all. If you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe, please, yeah, because subscribe. we can't do certain things until we have a certain amount of subscribers. So, like, you know, changing your URL or stuff like that. So, if we hit 100 subs, which are at 10 at the moment, <laughs> um, Look, which is, you know, whatever. Like, we're just that's starting. Fine. That's but, fine. Um, you know, if you do sub, it would be a huge help for us and we can actually do more stuff on our page. So, like, if you yeah. help us out, sub, and then help us sister out. we will get better and yeah. we'll do other stuffs. Other things. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Hit the button. One, two. Killed it. Rip a fart.